Michael Jewell, and welcome to Theater Greater Than Film, The Green Room, the show where we watch a piece of pop culture, very unprofessionally critique it, and then improvise one scene that's so good, it will laisser le bon temps rouler. That's New Orleans for uh, let's have some fun and party and get drunk and throw up on the streets. Believe me, as always, we will fail every single time. Before we get started, allow me to introduce our lovely Yes Educateers for this series. Uh, he probably wishes Seinfeld was about something. The impregnable Mr. Arfie Mansfield. What is up, everyone? Oh, no, that's your... Oh, that's I'm mean, so man. sorry. Um, he- hello. Yeah, better. God, don't. that's all I got, okay? I'm basically uh, like a walking Will Smith caricature. And if you take that away from me, <laughs> then I have nothing. Uh, and also, we have a guy who is definitely down with OPP, the insatiable Chris Mead. <laughs> hello, Michael. Hello, Arfie. Hello, everyone listening. Yeah, can you tell? I mean, he's definitely down with OPP. And today we're talking about the penultimate episode of The Black Falcon and The White Wolf. So let's jump in, shall we? Uh, Chris, let's talk first impressions. Let's Tell me what you thought about this show, this episode, episode five, The Truth. Well, they're certainly taking it down a notch a little bit there. Um, in yeah. the wonderful film High Fidelity with John Cusack, uh, based on a, a book by, oh, I can't remember who it's by. Nicholas. Nick Hornby. Nick yes. Hornby, yes. He talks about making the perfect mixtape and he says, you've got to bring it up a notch. But then for the next song, you've got to bring it down a notch. Yeah. And then for the song after that, down another notch. And then up three notches. Uh, so I think this is definitely, they brought it down a notch um, so that we can spend some time with the characters, which I yeah. liked to yeah. do. Yeah. So there wasn't, you know, there wasn't a lot of punching in this one. I mean, there was, there was a concentrated amount of punching at the beginning of the episode. Uh, which I liked. Uh, and then I, I liked spending some time with the characters, I have to say. Um, I mean, the Isaiah Bradley stuff was very powerful and quite brave, I think, to talk about all yeah. that stuff. And I'm sure we're going to get into that later on. And I also really liked having the two, you know, bro it out on the boat. Yeah. The broat, as I will the, call it. I don't think you should. Okay. I, I certainly won't. <laughs> No, you can call it the bro. It's we're we're improv buddies. We we yes and each other. Call it the bro. We're broke buddies for life. So I enjoyed those bits. You know, there was a bit of a montage. Who doesn't love a montage? Um, So, yeah, I mean, no one's going to rewatch this episode, are they really? Uh, Like over and over again. But I think it did some pretty interesting things for the the one watch. Uh, And uh, and it's setting up for next week. Uh, My wife and I both yelled, no, at the end when we didn't get to see what the new suit is like. Yes. Because obviously... Obviously, Wakanda well, we'll made him. That. Yeah, okay. Well, you we'll know. talk about. It. We'll talk Whoa! about the news. That's how I went. Uh, really quick before I I, I, I go to RP. What is your punch meter for this episode? Like, what is the like you know the the action scale for you? What is your punch meter on this one? I think I'm gonna have to give it jab, 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 left <laughs> uppercut, jab. Um, okay, that's a solid combo. Actually, that's a that's a not a bad a combo. So 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 pretty decent. What would you give the first episode? Oh, uh, roundhouse, roundhouse, uh, headbutt, headbutt, take off an ear with, with, with your teeth. Oh my gosh. And fish hook. Oh yes. Going old school. I like it. Yeah. Going a little, uh, what's it? Gangs in New York on it. Okay. Arfi, what are your first impressions? Episode five. So I don't know if it's because the previous episodes have been so bad that I've reset my internal calibrations and now I will accept any 
tepid cup of tea, but I loved it. It was my favourite so far. Um, I think loved is probably a stronger word than I meant. I mean liked. Sorry, that that just came out by accident. I was trying to be positive, okay. and it went too far. I'm sorry. You're a you're a you're a white British guy. I had no doubt that you were about to turn that corner from love to something else. No, that was too no. much emotion. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm not not technically British, so that's fine. Um, I'll, oh, I won't take too much sorry. offense at that. And so yes. it, was, it was the first episode where it really felt like it followed on from the previous one, uh, where they really followed through on the cliffhanger. Um, so we went straight into that that punchy bit, uh, which really set up uh, Johnny Walker's arc. Um, and yeah. now. I, I said this last time, but it really felt like a loss that should have happened earlier in the series. But what that means is now that it's happened, this felt like the first episode where the series has finally got going. Um, I I would have been a lot happier with this from the get-go. Um, obviously, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is wonderful, and um, I would have loved to, to be uh, you know machinating and chewing the scenery the whole time. That would have been wonderful. Um, and having Johnny Walker just being an entitled prick, that's wonderful. And, um, you know, the Broats before Hotes bit, um, that was, you know, really... <laughs> That was really a lot of um, charm and watching Sam, you know, I also, working I just apologize to the audience, Arfie? I'm going to apologize to the audience okay. <laughs> just for the broats before hoats statement, uh, <laughs> just in case. I don't know if somebody out there is a big fan of broats and hoats and has a little bit of an issue when those are thrown together like that. Now, look, I I, I will absolutely go to town on hoats. Um, I love porridge. <laughs> um, I love granola. And honestly, you can't get much better as a way of starting the day. So I'm not going to apologize uh, because yeah. in my heart, uh, I'm a hoats before broats kind of guy. But <laughs> for the series, it's broats first. And, you know, we have to go along with that. I'm fine suspending my disbelief that far and no further. But watching Sam um, practice with the shield and, you know, I was hoping there would be a little bit more humour, like when it's coming flying back at him and flies towards the house. You should see it break something. Come on. It's it's basic stuff, yeah. but it needs to be there. It wasn't there. That's a missed opportunity. But it was really nice seeing him work for it um, and... You know, that's something I would have preferred to see spread out over time. I'd have liked to have seen the whole series feel more like this episode and maybe be stretched out over a longer time so we'd have more time of uh, of Sam and Bucky bonding. I really liked their bonding and their... Um, in their whole thing of uh, going, we are workplace proximity associates and not friends at the end. It was like, ah, oh, bless. You guys love each other, but your yeah, 20th century attitude won't let you say so. Let, um, that was, um, let's get into it. Let's get into the show. So um, I like, okay, I agree fully. I think we're all on the same page with this episode. This was a good episode, period, I think. Um, it, took, it probably took longer than it should <laughs> You're all in the same boat. We, this took probably a little bit longer than it needed to to get there. I agree with that. Um, I think there was a few... I'm telling you, I know that there is... Because Julia Louis-Dreyfus was supposed to be in Black Widow. So I know that there was stuff that was happening with COVID that made this feel... These shows and these episodes feel a little bit more disjointed than they probably wanted it to be. Uh, to still tell the story that they wanted to get out. And I'm making excuses for them. But ultimately, I do. I kind of do. Because I think this episode... You, can, you see so much of this episode in the trailers and all those things. Like this episode is like 80% of all the first trailers we saw, which says to me that this is the story that they wanted to tell mm. like this. And they like got lost a little bit, but this one really, I mean, I love this episode. First off, obviously, you know, you folks out there, um, in in the UK may not know this, but we had another shooting and won't talk about that in this show too much because that's not the platform for it. But that happened this week. And then this episode coming out really sort of doubly, doubly resonated for me as far as the conversation that's still happening. This is a goddamn Disney show and they're talking about this kind of stuff. And this is, they're talking about this more than half the shows outside of like The Wire and, you know, a couple of shows that are reasonably not palatable to the rest of the world. Uh, and they're doing it in a pal palatable sense. So kudos to them for that. 
Uh, so just want to get that all out of the way. That was my first impressions of it. But let's talk about this episode because I think this episode did do a lot for um, what this story wanted to be. Like, this is the Hobbs and Shaw I wanted, right? These are two uh, bros on a bro, uh, broing it out. But it wasn't like who's got more testosterone filler in their, you know, nutsack. It was just like two guys who have issues and are quippy and witty, but also not just like uh, just overly sexual or overly gross or whatever. And you could see that there is real love there. You know, it's just they, these are two people that don't know how to do that. They don't know how to express that because four years prior, one of them mur- tried to murder the whole Avengers. So it's 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 like an interesting thing. And I like that. I like that how that played out. Um, I like that we got the moment of the boat building, right? Like just sort of, that was a great metaphor for them building their relationship. I dug it. I was in. Mm. Uh, I like that they played catch, which again, this is a very American thing, but you play catch and that's like the way that you bond. You go out, you grab a baseball glove, you sit back out in the backyard and just throw a ball back and forth and get all your feelings out. You go out with your dad maybe, or your best friend. So all of that was like, yes, this is the buddy cop thing that I've been waiting for. And I love it. I'll shut up now. What do you guys think? Chris, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm glad you explained the American preoccupation with catching because uh, when Bucky said that shield's the closest thing I have to a family, I was like, what do you mean? What? what? <laughs> that, that shield is the closest thing? What? What? I d- do you, Did you, do just... you know what that word means, Bucky? Like, what? You got to ask Vin Diesel. He knows. He'll explain <laughs> sure, it. Sure. Yeah. Vin Diesel understands family, but I, I didn't, I didn't quite get that. Um, I guess he means it symbolizes. I think it was his last, in my mind, it was his last connection to his world before he became the Winter Soldier, before he was brainwashed to a murderer and before he lost his best buddy. Like that was the connection to that. And I'm fine with that. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a reach, but I'm fine with it. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't hear that line and be like, Bucky. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't understand it. Yeah. I thought maybe he was raised by shields. Like... (laughs) Like other people might be raised by wolves or something. He he thought he was a shield for ages, but he was like, oh, I've got arms and legs and a head. I'm not a shield. And he had to move away. He was adopted. Turns out he was adopted. Are you suggesting he had a shielded childhood? We did it. (laughs) We did it. That's it. Part of the day. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Arfie, what are your thoughts on what I was just saying? Or anything. Who cares? (laughs) So... I don't know if you guys have noticed this about that shield, but it's got a, a star and some stripes on it. So mm, um, interesting observation. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit like a flag in certain ways. So um, really, it represents the country of Liberia, um, which has those stripes and that star on. So I, I really felt that that bit where they're fighting over that shield. Uh, where you've got Johnny Walker and um, you know the the leads fighting over that shield, it's like they're fighting for the soul of Liberia and fighting to be Captain Liberia. So that was a really interesting Uh-oh. bit of iconography there. And obviously he's sullied. Um, that's that. Sorry, Harvey. When when you watch this show, do you have the subtitles on? Because I don't think it's Captain Liberia. <laughs> I'm I think pretty it's a sure different place. Just okay. Okay. If, if you All look right. up the flag of I Liberia and see if that's tell me I'm wrong, but I think that's the Liberian flag. That's Chris, all. Chris, what do you what do you gotta say? I just have a fighting question. Can I quickly come in with a fighting question while of we're talking about you that? Can. Of course. Um it was like Johnny Walker's only move now is that he will hold the shield above his head and smash it down. He like he really enjoyed that move. I was like, because you know, we're talking last week about how much that affected me, that moment where he lifted it up and used it in that way. And you very brilliantly said, well, that's, you know, that was nearly what happened uh, in Civil War. Um, yeah. I was like, and then they did it another five or six times yeah. during that mm. fight. Like, well as. He's doing it again. It's like, well, if it worked once, let's go back to the well and, and yeah, he, just keep going. Yeah. It's also so, the and, previously on bit showing the time when it works really well. So yeah. we, we'd just you seen that. Yeah. What it reminded me of was when I play Street Fighter 2 and I <laughs> find just, one of the special moves and then I just me. do that special move over and over again. Hadouken! Hadouken! 
again. Hadouk! Just over and over again. Gotta uh, match I, those same buttons. I think Johnny Walker just found his special move. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about Johnny Walker, though, as the turn that it was? Because I'm telling you, I am extremely impressed with Wyatt. I know uh, RFE has mentioned a few times now uh, how great Arf, uh, how great Wyatt Russell has been. And how great Arfie is. And how great, of course, how great Arfie is. But he is, I mean, this turn in that first moment of that scene, him walking into that warehouse and he's just a big pile of mess. Again, mm. he's twitchy, he's angry, he's lost. I, I was like, okay, this is a bad guy I want to see. Like, this was great. Like, I yeah. love that. I, so, obviously, he does more when he's got the good material. But it's more impressive that he manages to make something worthwhile out of the blander material he was given before now. But it's so nice to see him work with the material that he can really sing with. And, yeah, um, seeing him like that the scene. Yeah, yeah. The scene in the in the military like tribunal, whatever that was, uh, where he's you know you could see. You, I, I mean, I thought he might have jumped off over the 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 little podium there or done some stuff. I thought it was kind of getting to that point. I really felt that, and I felt like the 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 same type of almost. I felt his frustration, mm. even though I know he's a bad guy, but I felt his frustration that he said that line like "You built me," and that was like, yeah, I get that. You know, which we want to translate that to the the larger story, the larger conversation. That's how you feel sometimes. Like you, we're trying to do what you are telling us is right, and even when we're trying to do what you are telling us is right you knock us down you beat us up you take us out it was great go ahead Arfie what you got so that bit was wonderful because he really shows the entitlement of that character and on the one hand you've got the that that kind of militaristic thing of I know I'm right it's the you can't handle the truth bit um but also it's that that sense of this is this is the role I was meant for. It's that kind of um, Beto O'Rourke thing of going, well, I I was I was just born to run for president. It's like, sit down. No, you weren't. But it's that same kind of spoilt entitlement um, in the same way that, you know, we were all on board with, with Beto when he was, um, you know, running for centre. It's like, yeah, no, 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 good. And then as soon as he went for president, everyone was like, sit down. That is not for you. In the same way, this guy, I'm sure he was great in special forces or whatever as soon as he's pretending to be cap everyone's like sit down you're not cap just some people are right for certain roles and when they try for other ones you're just like no that's not you you're not right for it well there's a great parallel too which i liked um because he's basically saying i was meant to be captain america right and that is what um the flag smasher villain said the previous episode I thought we were meant, we were chosen to do this and we were chosen to be the, uh, this sort of rebellious group that we are. And it turns out, you know, we're all just in the, you know, we're, we're succumbed to a test tube basically. And I, I like that. That was a good, good parallel to me. I think, okay, the, the, the message has been consistent. Zemo's right. It's like, once you start believing that you're destined to be superior, that, that you're supposed to be here, uh, that's when you fall. Oh, and it's Zemo was right. Or oh. uh, I don't know. Zemo was <laughs> right. Oh, oh. Oh, don't want to touch yeah, he that. He was onto something. Oh. He was onto something. I don't know. Oh. He was right in that moment. What do you think, Chris? I also want to talk very quickly about that scene, the military tribunal. I thought it was really interesting. <laughs> that is that they... the right term? I don't even know. I just felt like that was the right term. It feels Marshall. like it is. It was nearly a court martial. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's not court martial. Yeah. It it was this really interesting idea that that he was more powerful than all of them like they could pretend they were could pretend that they were in charge of him but the fact is that he could have wiped them all out right he sort of stood in front of them and had all this suppressed power i really thought he was going to karate chop through the podium at some yeah, point same. he was going to get so angry or just yeah. hurl it and take out someone on the panel uh, it just this kind of i'm listening to you because sort of society states that i have yeah. to stand here but if you if you ask me to do something that i'm not willing to do actually i yeah. will move Crush. through you like your smoke essentially yes, yeah, and i thought yeah. that was quite interesting so same. That's uh, that's really interesting because, yeah, it, all of it does come down to who has the right to tell us who we are and who has the right to control us. Um, and Oh, did you say it's all about control, Arfie? 
Because that was what I said for like three episodes. Yay, Arby's on my side. Arby's on my side. All right, keep going, sorry. All right. Um, you know, I'm, I I tried to come at this this episode with some positivity, but if you're going to rub it in my face, I'm going to nitpick. So, no, no, no. No, no, it's I'm no. trying to be positive because I want to be invited yeah. back for Loki because I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> okay, good. But... So it really resonates with a lot of stuff that's been going on in America for the past, um, well, forever, but also particularly the past year, particularly since last June. Um, and this whole thing of there are certain people in America who have decided that they are not going to be controlled. And you look at what happened at the Capitol in January when they went, well, hang on, how come the police are stopping us? Because they're supposed to be on our side. Because look, 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 look at this color. Um, I, I'm white. I'm supposed right, to be able to walk yeah. right in. And um, part of it is they're right. The police are traditionally on their side. But part of it is also that shock at being stopped when you break the law and going but we decided that we were right how how can you stop us and so johnny walker's got that entitlement that thing of going i want to be captain america therefore i am captain america and that tantrum there and then in the post credit sequence thank and you nobody for telling us can tell Michael, me that i'm not captain america yeah um yeah. thank you for telling us about that because chris and i both missed that and then we watched it, it was like oh yeah no he's uh yeah he's just made himself a shield um yeah, and as we all know, yeah, Shield and nobody is can infiltrated say... by Nazis. True. <laughs> sure. I was interested. Oh, sorry, yeah. Michael, you go. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, I'll just say it for the third time. And nobody can say that I am not Captain America because I'm going to go out and make my own damn Shield and prove that I am. And it's just great. It's 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 a great post credit scene. We'll talk about it more in a second. Go ahead, Chris. Well, I wanted to talk about it now. I was just okay. <laughs> slightly interested in it because i didn't i don't know it's not going to be as good is it because vibranium's really hard to get oh no 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 he's just made it out of metal like tin cans yeah metals (laughs) mostly i'm i'm really excited to see him hurl it for the first time and just crumple (laughs) up because it's just the equivalent essentially of someone trying to make an Iron Man costume out of crisp packets. Yeah. And like, oh, cool, it looks it looks impressive until you actually have to do something with it. Um, and then it just crumples. Without so, a doubt, yeah, this will happen. We will see at some point in this last episode, I he's using this thing, so. he's battling with it, and he like, you know, either Bucky or maybe Cap or somebody comes through and has that, uses the real shield on it, and it just crumbles. I, I, I would love if they had the guts to do that and have the two of them facing off and you're like, oh my god, they're such equals. We've seen his power earlier. It took two of them to take him down there and that was even yeah. when he was mostly without the shield. So he's he's got a shield. He's got a shield. Oh my, this is going to be amazing. And then he just gets obliterated in a second. I just, yeah. I don't have the trust in the uh, showrunners to actually make that happen. I would love that but that's a little Joss Whedon-y and you know he is uh, awful yeah um, it's it might it's be so weird it might be on the nose a little bit uh, yeah, you know what I, I mean, mean like that's, 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 that might be why they don't do it where they're just sitting there yeah exactly like it's just uh, we all want it so they'll do something different but I do think that that shield his uh, which we'll, we'll call him uh, uh, US agent I guess uh, at this point because he's basically turned to that level but that character needs that shield to crumble. Um, I want to talk about the wonderful, gorgeous, amazing Elaine Bennis, a.k.a. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, the showing up. Of it all. And tell me what your thoughts about that, because we still don't know who the power broker is and who is this person who's sort of just showed up and dropped, you know, dropped the hammer on on Wacton Planet and and just blew our minds. Who? What are your thoughts about this? Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. To me, that bit read a little bit. You know how in Marvel stuff, there's two or three shadow pilots for the next things they're doing. Sure. That felt to me that scene, and I think she's amazing. So she came in and was amazing, and it felt almost at that point it was like, and now find out what that white and black card is in the new series from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Um, so it felt it. I don't know if that's going to be picked up again in the next episode. Let me let me tell you this. Let me tell you my thoughts because so the character itself, 
Valentina, blah, 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 Contessa, blah, 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 whatever, wow. is a character that is often up against either Nick Fury or with Nick Fury or effing around with Nick Fury, you know, taking that Fury Fury, if you know what I'm saying. Young people know what I'm talking I about. I don't know what it's you're saying. Could you, oh, they uh... fuck a bunch. They fuck a bunch. They fuck oh, a whole bunch. You. That works. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, so that I think is going to play in when we get into this sort of, you know, we've got WandaVision at the end of that where... Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the one character I'm blanking on her name goes up into space to like hang out with Nick Fury and Space Shield. Rambo. What is her name? Yeah, Mo- Monica Rambo. That's it. And so I think that's going to come in, but also she's often a Russian uh, mole. From the so one of the t- from- Yeah, 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 yeah. I know all about this because. Um, yeah, there you go. My, go ahead, my mate Phil rang me up this afternoon and said, Have you watched it yet? Um, and at that point, I had. And, uh, yeah, he, he explained the character and everything about her sounded terrible. And I was like, oh, I hope they're not doing all of that. So, uh, we'll see. She's probably going to be in Black Widow as like a Russian, like mole lady at some point. And, but I think she's still connected to this power broker in some way. I don't know. I mean, maybe she is the power broker or maybe because Sharon Carter just turned up for five seconds just to be like, hey, I'm still in this. I'm going to be significant. Um, (laughs) Maybe it's her. And I've reached the point where... I started off not caring about the power broker and now I will be angry if she's the power broker because it's just been made so <laughs> yeah. clear that she is that it'll just be annoying if she is. And if she isn't, then it'll be think? like, it's annoying that they've set her up to seem that way. What are your thoughts, Chris? I'm a little confused, um, which is, you know, that's my <laughs> normal state. So I, I don't mind being a little confused. Is Black Widow a prequel? Yes. It is not. What? Right. It is- it is both a prequel and a normal. Then I've noticed, what? I think we should write to Marvel because she died in the film. So that's going to be a problem, isn't it? Well, no. So okay, it is... It is they, I don't they, know. You mean they've worked that out? That, they've worked it be out. Worried. Because the story... I think the prequel of it is uh, that it's they go like so obviously we don't know all the details yet but there are going to be flashback moments where we're seeing a lot of her past it's going to be like captain marvel where it's like we get this like sense of her past but it's going to be also happening uh in a reasonable present day as well like there's going to be moments in which we see her in pre-blip present day so i guess it is a prequel in that that's sense a prequel where it's as like, well yeah that's, yeah yeah, yeah. that's happening before where, yeah where we're yeah that's, that's, fair, that's fair that's fair it's not that's happening kind of after the blip so she doesn't she, she's gone she's dead you're right that's, that's what's it's a prequel who i mean who is but it's it? not a prequel i don't know how to that's what's it. a prequel if it's something that happens before the events we've most recently seen it's a prequel but but let me ask you this let me ask you this. Like, if if it's happening concurrently till the moment she dies, is it a prequel? If so, there's moments that happen concurrently, uh, just, regardless of the fact hmm. that we've already gone into the future in other people's timelines and storylines, but focusing on just Black Widow's storyline. Right, there yeah. Are, it goes back into the past of the storylines we're concurrent with. So it's um, there's a word for that. Um, it's not a prequel, begins, though. Conquequel. Uh, Here's the thing. Is it? it is. It's a prequel. That's what a prequel is. <laughs> All right. And I don't I, know. I don't know how to put this any other way. Um, it's a prequel. It's a prequel. We did it. We did it, guys. And that's a show for another day. <laughs> uh, I would love to discuss that more, actually, because I don't know. It's confusing. It's confusing to me because I don't know. Is was WandaVision a prequel? No. I have a I have another question. Well, it's um, happening. It happened before this the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, it I was released for it. No, the storyline happens beforehand. Because it was released happened... before it. No. What? No. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Never mind. I'm done. Go ahead. What are you going to say, Chris? Well, this is another timing thing that I just, I really need to sort out. Uh, and it's about Isaiah. So is it okay to move on is to what, Isaiah? Is, is Far From Home a sequel? A prequel? Far From Home? It happens... Uh, like four months before, uh, after WandaVision. So does that make WandaVision a prequel to Far From Home? It's Ooh. not about those characters. It's you set at a different time, but you, that doesn't make you it a prequel. Fucking, you rule-bending son of a bee. I was trying to find okay. it out. Go ahead, okay. Chris. If a character dies and we see something that happens to them before they die, and it's all set before they die, and the concurrent thing that we've seen is them dying, then yeah, it's a prequel. Is Loki a prequel? I don't know. I haven't seen it. 
It ha- it's supposed to happen before he dies, but it isn't. Yeah, but we don't uh, know. <laughs> By the way, this is my favorite part of the show: arguing if where prequels are. Go ahead, Chris. What do you got, Chris? Poor Chris. Chris is the the nice kid at the dinner table while mommy and daddy are fighting. <laughs> Just trying to eat his peas. What do you got, Chris? Isaiah. Yes. Is, was he Captain America before Captain America? That's what I want to know because I, I I thought that they used those soldiers to create the power serum before they went and used it on nice blonde-haired, blue-eyed. No, he was in what? the fifties, I think they said. Right, yeah. so, so, so they were trying to recreate. They were trying it to recreate it. Once yes. I lost it. Okay. Yeah. And when he went to prison, was that when he was getting experimented on? So he was on prison and concurrently, they were also like, well, he's here now. So let's see That's if we can... That's a question. What I, what I read in the, in the subtitles was that he was like getting tested on with his friends. They were being thrown to the wolves to do all of these trials by fire. Many of them died. Then he was jailed. Then he found out that they were, they sent more out. They got captured. Oh, he was like, at, he was back at base, let's say. He finds out that some of them go out, get captured. He's like, well, you're not going to just blow up all my homies. I'm going to go do this. And then he got jailed for whatever. That's how I read it. And so then I, the reason but, he's in the world is because one nice nurse faked his death. Yeah, his, so wife, can... his wife. The, the nurse was the wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see a series that's about that, you know, set oh, yes. in the past. The problem is yes. there isn't an actual um, proper term for something that's set in the past of events that we've already seen. So I don't think they'd be able to make it because there just flashback? isn't a, is yeah. it a flashback. Yeah, yeah, I think it's flashback. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We have a flashback series about that. <laughs> I think yeah. we should. Yeah, yeah. Thought, you know what? I thought we were going to get that because, Arfi, you teased that in the like second I'm episode. You're like, tease. you are. And, and you mentioned that, uh, you know, like, well, was he wearing old people makeup in the second episode? I said, yes, he was. You're like, aha. So I thought this episode was going to tease us with uh, a flashback of that. Uh, that's the word, by the way, that you were looking for, Arfi. And ultimately they didn't, which, oh, I was so sad about because I would have loved to have seen a little bit of it. Like just a, uh, yeah. maybe like a, a couple moments uh, of him just being a uh, soup, like yeah. black, black superhero dude just kicking some butt somewhere so yeah, michael I'm, just very, sometime. I'm very interested in yeah in your view of all of that because essentially what he's saying at the end is uh america doesn't work for its black citizens it's it's not a symbol that anyone should admire it's not a symbol that any black man should pick up and embody is what yeah, he was saying it. at one point and i'm just mm-hmm. so interested yeah in- Let, let's talk about it so there's uh there's a couple of things that i think the show did which was attempt to give multiple perspectives to the American black experience. And this, this episode in particular, it's tough. I'm not the arbiter of this conversation. There's a lot of nuance to it, but in my perspective, uh, we got two, if not three of the predominant perspectives of that experience. One being the down and out beaten, battered and bruised human being who has no longer have uh, 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 even capable of having the idealized version of America because it's been literally ripped from him. And then you've got the other person who has those shared experiences, but has not been beaten up. So has hope. Right. And I think those are two very common feelings that we all have which is we, why we fight and why we riot is not because we want to burn the establishment down. It's because we're so sad that the establishment is burning us down. Um, and uh, that is what I think they were trying to do, in my opinion, is like show. And that's the struggle. And that was a good struggle. Uh, I think specifically Isaiah Bradley says uh, they will never let a black man be Captain America. And even if they did, no self-respecting black mm. man would ever want to be. That is the epitome of a lot of the, of a lot of the feelings that are out there because it's very tough. If you, you know, when you're sitting there, do you just want to be a stand-up citizen? And even when you're a stand-up citizen, you're getting your butt whipped. And when you're not a stand-up citizen, you're getting your butt whipped. So it's like, what do you do? And why would I even want to do this or pursue this? Go ahead, Chris, what you got? Well, just the, I really, what kind of hit me was the through line to that bit that Isaiah said, mm-hmm. which is where Sam next to the broat says, um, if I don't, if I don't keep fighting, then what was all that struggle for? If I don't put on this, I mean, because you're right. The yeah. end of this episode is he puts on the suit and obviously it's going to be a Captain America fied version of the Falcon suit. Yes. That's what he's about to put on. And I, th- I think I said a few episodes back that this series is ultimately going to be about Sam coming round to being able to wear that suit and hold that shield and uh, synthesize 
in his own mind uh, that the ideals that he ha- that he saw Steve Rogers uh, embody and his own experience of the US. And he's going to have to find a way to hold both of those things before he can hold the shield. And I actually, yeah. And I think they did that with quite breathtaking economy, actually, I just through so, those yeah. few lines and that through line. Uh, yeah, that worked for me. And, you know, I'm I'm quite far from that experience geographically in all ways, but it still worked for me as a human story. So well yeah. done from a storytelling point one of view. One of the there. things, yeah, one of the things that I've, I actually just had a big conversation around this and improv and being a person of color in the, in a predominantly white community is the, the identity crisis that people of color and many people, but I'm going to speak specifically to myself in this one have with the um, inability to, un- to navigate the line, right? Like, so there's the one side is the palatable side, right? So you are, uh, you know, hey, uh, um, you know, I want people to like me. I want to be the good black guy. I want to be the, you know, whatever. And then there's the other side where it's like, maybe I'm hitting the stereotypes or maybe I'm going too far this way. And now I'm offending my own people or I'm hurting my own people. Um, and that can go both ways. But like, am I hurting my own people? Am I by, by wanting to fit in? Am I hurting my own people by trying to pretend like I'm the stereotype of that people so that I don't fit in? Whatever it is, right? There's a lot of that. And I can, you can kind of get that. Now, obviously, we're reading a lot into it if you do that, because the story is, is it's still a Disney show and it's still it's not all there. But if you want to read into it, that's what I think Sam was facing. Like, do I do I betray the old black man who has experienced the harshest versions of what America can offer by putting this on? Or do I betray myself and I betray Steve and I betray the idealized version of America by not putting it on? It's a tough choice. And I think that's why that that moment, like you said, that through line was super interesting. And by the way, just really quick. It is going to be, because I know, because I kn- I've read the most recent comics, it is going to have a star in it. It's going to be black and white, which is why it's Wakanda style. Uh, and it, it, he has a really cool look. It's like black and white with a big silver star in the center of his chest. And it's awesome. Go ahead, Arfie. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I I find all that really interesting because um, I, obviously I, I haven't lived that myself, but it's something that... Um, a lot of my fellow improvisers have said about you know existing within that community and it ties into a lot of what i was thinking while watching this episode because i during the early part of the episode i was wondering what is the central conflict of this series because it's been really muddy at first i thought it was going to be uh sam and bucky butting heads and i was disappointed that it wasn't that um it doesn't seem to be sam and bucky against uh carly or against zemo or even against Johnny Walker because that just hasn't been as consistent throughout but it became clear and this has been there the whole time that the central conflict of this series is America versus African Americans and that it is that is the one universal that has gone through this and um i i would love them to have hit that harder and to have the plot tied into that as well because it's such yeah. It's such a relevant thing at the moment. As you say, um, you know, um, you've got the Derek Chauvin trial going on at the moment and less than 10 miles away from there, um, you know, a, another um, police murder and then you know, yeah. the footage coming out of Chicago as well. It's been um, emotionally wearing. And the fact that this this series, as you say, a Disney series is tackling that is wonderful. The fact that it's not tackled as in as nuanced a way or as um, you know devastatingly well as I would have wanted is, is beside the point. Um, that's that's just down to personal taste and to you know you know storytelling ability. What's more important is this is about that and that the themes are there and that it is. Um, telling a vital and so current um, tale as old as time, alas, that it's um, they, I they they put this out at just the right time, alas, and couldn't have known, even though it keeps happening and again and again. But it's reached such a fever pitch at the moment because um, the impunity that um, that they're, they're acting with, it's. 
um, so upsetting to see. But um, the fact that, yes, Disney has made a series that tackles that is wonderful. Um, I'm I'm so glad that it's got us talking about that. Yeah, it's truly commendable. Uh, I think uh, I think you're absolutely right. There is uh, there's no way they could have known that this type of stuff was going to happen in this type of moment. Uh, they obviously knew that they've been they've been telling a story that has been something you know the Black Lives Matter movement on its own. What's 2015, I think, or something like that when that first that phrasing first started. So I mean, it's a story that there in their minds was at least five years old, connected to something that's been 500 years old. Um, so it was just you know they couldn't predict that they would have released it in this moment. But yeah, it's been wild. Uh, Chris, what are your thoughts? I think that superheroes are undoubtedly our modern day myths. It yes. seems that throughout... My fiance would are, is going to scream bloody murder when she hears you say that exact thing. Because she says that all day, every day. She's a Greek and Latin student. So she's like, these are our modern myths. Love you, babe. Go ahead, so, Chris. So that, <laughs> I, I agree with her. I think that throughout the entirety of human history, we've told stories about the best of us or people who are better than the best of us um, that can do the things that, like, that we can be aspirational towards. And for so long, those heroes have looked the same. They've all been white and they've all been, and they've mostly been men, right, as well. Yeah. Pretty, uh, yeah. And, and I, I love what they're starting to do now and need to do more of. I love that Captain America is currently black black i love that ms marvel is pakistani it, like she's one of the greatest yeah. characters ever created i can't wait for that series yeah, that really is going to be series. incredible uh you know the miles morales um yeah. i I'm, I'm so excited by that and i think it's so i'm from my own fandom that um that the doctor is is uh now presenting as as a woman uh oh interesting the doctor nice. regenerated yeah, yeah. into a woman i all of this stuff is so important and there's so much toxicity in fandom that says why do we want to change these things it's so that people can see themselves in these aspirational mythical figures we need yeah. everyone to be able to see themselves to be the cleverest smartest strongest fastest best person in the room that's cool it's really yeah. cool and i really hope that we can and not just going. a sidekick too not just yeah. like a, you know not the not just the you know the falcon and bucky show but like the dude you know yeah uh, not just that, the battle star in the person. room yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not the battles, poor Battlestar. R.I.P. I loved you, Lamar. I uh -huh. dug you. I liked you. You had some so, charm. You had some skill. I hope you come back in a new capacity somewhere in the MCU. And once you, you know, in as a prequel, you know, maybe your, just a thing set once, in the past. It yeah, or, you know, maybe just like maybe a quick, you know, Captain America flashback or something like that for Whacked in America uh, when he's sitting there just thinking about all the things he's done wrong. Just a quick flashback. No big deal. Uh, but, you know, he's in that Disney verse now. So when you're in that Disney verse, you end up in like Star Wars movies or, you know, something else. So I have a feeling that guy will pop up because he was very, very charismatic. Mm -hmm. um, um, all right, we got to wrap this up, guys. I mean, we we are, we have been just chatting away. So before we get to rankings, do we have what you got, Chris? I've got things that don't fit in anywhere else in my notes. Okay, what's your things that? Don't... <laughs> um, I love this segment, by the way. This is a great segment I did. Why did Bucky take the bullets and drop them on the ground? It's obvious that there's no bullets in the gun. He pulled the trigger. That seemed like that just seemed like one metaphor too <clears throat> too far. Or is better, that from something question. else? Who picks up those bullets? Yeah. That's in front of a memorial. That's and he just, just walked away. Children he just walked will away. Have... Yeah, yeah. Hang on. It's a <laughs> memorial to. Is it not a memorial to when the Avengers came along and yes. fucked things up? So an Avenger leaving bullets lying on the floor is apt, if a little near the knuckle. Right. Okay. Good. Thanks for explaining that. This is why we do this bit. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder. Oh. I really like the name, the Patch Act, although I think it makes it cuter than it actually is. Because it, it sounds like the name of a puppy or something. It should be the Patch Adams Act. Mm. <laughs> yes. In honour of Robin Williams. <laughs> which I'm fine with, yes. Yeah. And one more, which is my favourite one, which is, he was like, there's all these pings all over the world, and every time there's a ping, then something happens with the flag smashers. Uh, and earlier today, there was a ping in New York. It could be a VPN... And I was like, oh, cool. A VPN would have foxed. I, I pay for a VPN. It's about $70 for a, a year's membership. 
If that's the case, then the Flag Smashers should definitely have bought a VPN. And I love that like Carly was like, we're smarter and we're better and we're faster. <laughs> and all they all they really is is they just had Nord VPN on yeah. their phone. Well, it sounds, sounds to me that um, if they're getting a ping, then just someone wants to check that the network's up. Because, um, yeah, only yesterday I, I, I did a ping. I... Uh, pinged 8.8.8.8 because that's Google's DNS server and, you know, that never goes down. So um, it's just someone checking that the network's going. Um, it, it was fine. So it's not um, even really anything they could do. Yeah, the, the network was up. Oh, Don't that worry. thing was... you do. Hold on. Arfie, why, why are you all of a sudden 20 feet away? Get a, get a, get a little closer over here. He's being loose. <laughs> He's being cool. Uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, I wanted to sit back in my chair because I've been sitting forward for a bit and I did my ankle in earlier. And you don't need to know the full story, but last so month, we're gonna my mum right snapped her ankle we're doing just, something we're and I just don't want to do that this for thing. a podcast. Stop! Stop, Mum and Dad! Please look! Wait, I'm doing a dance! I'm doing a dance! Come on! Come on, Mum and Dad! This I want to get to my things you, that I have no place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do I got? I don't really have much. We kind of covered everything. Um, I like that they played awesome New Orleans music. I. <laughs> It was so, I don't know if you guys are down with New Orleans, but it's the greatest place in the world, especially for adults. It is so much fun and there's so much good food. If you've never been, please go. I don't know why I'm plugging New Orleans, but I am. Uh, I thought, I don't know this and maybe I'm off on this and, and Chris, you might be able to correct me. But aside from just like the smallest amount of time in Far From Home, we haven't seen New York yet since post blip i don't think not for so, any amount of time not post blip yeah so i was like oh that's right new york it exists and there's people and it's crazy and it's it's awesome so i'm excited to sort of see new york what new york looks like after like the 50th world ending disaster that's happened there yeah this is only the third post blip release yeah yes yeah 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 and uh, yeah we haven't yeah so i i, I i'm kind of like well, it's, it's, it used to be the epicenter, so I'm kind of intrigued that it's not anymore, you know? So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I, I saw New York. I was like, oh, New York. And let's talk quickly about this post-credit, very oh, wait, quickly. Did did you want my, my thoughts on the, like, me to oh, give a... I, what's it, that? It's fine if you don't. Like, hmm. uh, oh. We'll do the... Oh, no, no. Oh, it's, no, it's fine. Okay. All right. Well... And maybe I could give my thoughts as a post-credit scene. I don't know. <laughs> that would <laughs> yes, be cool. That would be awesome, actually. <laughs> No, go ahead, Arfi. What you got? What's your thoughts? What what did not? What is the what is the name of the segment? I like this segment a bunch. I'm stealing it. What do you, what is it called? Um, uh, now I'm on the spot. Uh, I think I've said everything I wanted to in previous sections. But, uh, <laughs> no, okay. So let's let's get down to what I'm here for. To hate this piece of crap. So um, yeah, like you, I'm I, glad we got to this. Point. I know. Thank God. Like, I was, that's like, what am I paying you for? No more, Mister. I think it's paid fairly, but yeah, a bit. Um, <laughs> so this this show is a mess, and like it's. I think the fact that we've got to the good episodes, and uh, let's not kid ourselves, next week is going to be shit. Um, so we've had the one good episode, and that's enough for me to just. Um, yeah, it's going to be punching. Um, Chris is doing doing punching motions, and he's now punching himself uh, to get attention from mum and dad. Um, so yeah, we've seen we've seen the good episode now, and um, it's it's still a mess. The whole thing is a mess, and the things that really worked this time um, and really worked in previous episodes weren't consistent throughout the the series, and. We had that episode three, which was insane, and just a load of things happening in uh, an order, and just were well, just some events. It wasn't tying along theme or anything. It barely tied into plot. And what the hell are the flag smashers all about? They're just there as you know. They're the cracker. They're the vehicle for for plot to go on. You're you're not going to enjoy eating them, but they're there. And we just they're had the too nacho much in the shield. The nacho in the oh, shield. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I said that in a prequel episode of this podcast. In one of those flashback episodes, yeah. <laughs> so um, the fact that I really enjoyed this episode in certain ways, I, I didn't love all of it. A lot of it was, and it was too long, and um, it was 
not good enough to justify six episodes of sitting through, but it was still good. Um, so the fact that we've now seen that, I'm just like, yeah, this whole series is an absolute mess. It didn't need to happen, and I think this could have made one really good film if they'd taken out the bits that didn't work and actually tied the bits that did into a more coherent uh, theme with competent writers. So, um, yeah, I I think if they had made a series that was all like this episode, better. Um, but it, this has really showed up how bad the rest of it really has been. All right. Well, with that, let's... Uh, are you guys ready to take a break and do a little bit of improv? Of course. Ooh, la la. All right, when we return, we will do some improv to do, as Arfie has so expertly said, improve on this show. Now, it's big talk from Arfie, so you've got to come correct with how we make this show better. And we're going to do it right after this. Stick around. And we cut to the second round of Captain America tryouts. All right. Uh, yeah. Hey, welcome. Come on in. Come uh, just have a seat there if you'd like, or uh, if you want to stand, so it's fine. Yeah, sure. Of course. Thank you. Um, do I keep the mask on or? You have to keep the mask on. We have to make sure from a from a, from an optics perspective that it, it looks good. We've had some issues with the previous guy, lots of memes and, and really terrible things around uh, how dopey he looked inside of the mask. So, yeah. Um, I, and you know who I who I am. Do you want my autograph or are you okay? Yeah. You okay? You're playing it cool. Uh, no, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, don't want your autograph. You don't know no, who no. I am. You, you don't know who I am. Let me just tell you my name. Yeah, go ahead. Tell me your name. It's a alliterative. Brian Braddock. You know who I am? Oh, Brian Braddock? Okay, yes. Yeah, Captain Britain. Captain Is Britain. Right? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I just thought wow. I'd trade up, maybe. Yeah. No, well, uh, you know, I don't know if that's a trade up per se, in, in, in America's eyes, I don't know that, that we would be trading up by having Captain Britain. Well, I, I mean, I, I, have, I wield Excalibur. Right, but isn't, is that like a book or something? It's is a sword. A it's, a, it's a mythical sword. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty cool. Do you have, uh, do you have maybe uh, the ability to do some flippies or anything like that? Yeah, Kinda. sure. Well, here we go. There. All right, let's see. Oh. One, one flip. Oh, all right. That, all right. That's actually more impressive because, you know, I, just, I don't know. I just, listen, okay, from a, a I'm just going to be honest, and I, I hope you don't take any offense. I'm, I'm sure. I, I I love your work. Uh-huh, I love uh-huh. I love that. But you know, I was an uh, X Man for a while. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of like you know. Okay, sorry. They're I persona just, thought... no grata around here. We don't really like to talk about it too much. I'm name dropping. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm that's so sorry. that's okay. No, hey, I get it. I get it. Hey, we've all. <laughs> We've all tried to audition for something new, right? You know, it's a little, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, you know, putting yourself out there. And again, we appreciate it, of course. You know, we here at the GRC are are always out looking for for talent. And, you know, sometimes it pops up in unexpected places. So I really do appreciate it. But just overall, the perception here in the States about, you know, our brothers across the pond is that, uh, uh-huh, how do uh-huh. I put this gently? It's, it's a little bland, if I will, you know. Wait, I'm bland? Uh, if, if I, 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 again, I don't want to offend. I don't want to be so bold, but, you know, it's, it's kind of like. I defeated the demon Aragon. What, that what guy is, only is talks that a, in is rhyme. Is that a book or something? He talks in rhyme. He is a, he's a baddie, talks in rhyme. Oh, cool. All the time. Is, oh, no, like, I'm doing it. I'm oh. Is that like a? Is it like a poet? So you beat you defeated a poet. Beat up a poet, a, a, a interdimensional poet. Oh wow, wow, that's I, interesting. Look, who else has got a background in the captain business? There's me. Captain there's Marvel. Marvel. There's yeah, we've Saunders. got. No, he's a colonel. Um, we've got Monica Rambeau. She's you know eventually going to be Captain planet. Marvel. We've got we've got a few planet captain planets over the years, and uh, there's not know, many. I like if you're looking for a captain on the CV, I, you, I don't know if you're going to find better than me. But I'm going to sit down now. I'm going to sit. Yeah, I, yeah. You've got thank a big you. long line, but sure, Q, sh- line Q. Line. It's a line. It's a line Q. here. See, that's just kind of what I was talking about. Okay, thank you so much. We'll definitely we'll we'll be in touch. Yeah, and come on in. Yeah, feel free to just have a seat here, or again stand. How oh. you be? Oh, oh, okay, okay. I think I already know the confusion here. Uh, can I help you, sir? All right, let me guess. I are here for the tryouts for uh, Captain R. America. Oh boy. All right. Well, uh, God, I almost hate to ask this. Are you an actual captain? Ah, that's I be. Yeah, you've got the look of it. I tell you, you look great. <laughs> by the way, look great. 
you All know, right. this is this is not for a sea captain. You get that, right? I probably should have put that in big bold letters, but are, you know. are you saying to me now that yeah. America has no seas? Well, in the name America, there's one C in the name. I America. don't be doing no wordplay. I mean, dost thou America exist upon the high seas? Are, yeah. Is America purely a land-based power, or does America have what you might call a navy? We do. We uh, we in fact well, we then, do. We have Captain any, America yeah. ought to be a seafaring man for those moments when uh, he might need to be upon a All vessel. Right. Okay, Sydney. Captain Birdseye's my name. I specialize in in frozen frozen food based uh, superpowers. Um, if you need frozen peas, I'm your man. If you need okay. frozen baby corn on the cob, I'm your man. You're if you need man. a shield yeah. thrown at someone, not your man. I can't do that. No. All right. Well, all right. That's sort fish of in fingers. the. I can do fish fingers. Okay. That's Six for thank, thank, thank you. No. All right. Uh, we're. I. I, I Thank you for coming in. I oh, I agree. There's there's a little bit of uh, a mistake around the wording, and we'll 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 clean that up. But yeah, uh, uh, please leave. Thank you. Woo! USA! USA! All right. USA! All right. Here's here we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Hey, yeah. hey, man. Hey, hey, I'm American. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, so refreshing. This is the energy I'm talking about here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's play some football. Let's uh -huh. play some football. We'll pick it up with our hands. We'll run around with it. We'll play football with our hands. Wait, we grip on. it with our hands and play football. Hold we on. don't all kick right. it at all. Do we? Do we kick it in football? No, okay. I don't think so. Okay. You had me for a second, but you're not a, you're not American, are you? No, it's me again, Brian Braddock. God damn it. All right. I just took my I took my mask off. I, yeah. I, thought, I just thought it was more what you wanted, but then then I, I got mean, You're right. You're right. The energy was great. Thank you. Thank you cool. for coming in round 2 with the energy. That's important. Can I just and show you how far I can throw this thing? The you mean the the storybook the, sword? No, the what the football the squash the football that looks like someone's see but this is what i mean this is the the problem i can't i can't market you okay you can't even say the word football how am i gonna put where what, what am i gonna do half of our promotional material regard is around football just american football see that elderly gentleman uh the seafaring gentleman that's hobbling out of the room don't throw it at him he's pretty far away right he is Watch far this. away <laughs> Amazing! Look at that accuracy, incredible. I mean, you, that okay. you need that, take right? A, Cindy, take a note of that. That was that was good. That was impressive. I'm gonna uh, go and help him up now because he looks. Yeah, like, yeah. That that would be the captain thing to do. Oh no! He's firing his ship cannons at us. Oh, fish finger! He's firing fish he's fingers at us. Fish fingers? Peas? Are those peas? Yeah. See, God. I'll go All and right. sort it out. I'm so that, sorry. Who, who's? Thank you, uh, Captain Braddock. Who's? Who, do we have any? Viable. Yes. Uh, delighted to meet you all. <laughs> and yes, how do you I'm, do? I'm doing fine, uh, sir. You're a bit old to be auditioning no, for... No, 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 no. Um, age is uh, but a state of mind. I I am, of course, as as old as America, but as young as America. <laughs> yes. Wait, so you're... How old? Can you just tell me an exact number by chance? Yes, yes, I can. Uh, right now? Yes, yes, right now. Okay. Because right. that's how, how old I am, right now. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so uh, <laughs> you'll want to see my curriculum vitae. Um, yeah, your uh, resume would be great, yeah. <laughs> Indeed, yes, my resume. Um, well, here you go, as as you can see. Um, You're I, very charming, by the way, sir. What is Thank you, thank you. Um, my name is... Um, uh, and Anthony Stark, <laughs> Playboy billionaire, and okay, theatrical impresario. Uh, all right, you know Tony Stark's dead, famously. He's <laughs> not been dead Tony for... Stark. Anthony Stark. I I do oh, not care for it shortened. I see. Mm. I see. Would so that there's... be confusing? I, so, I understand there is another Anthony Stark who goes by Tony, and yes, he is dead. Um, he is also Playboy billionaire. I can see the confusion. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Uh, can you do a flip? No. Okay. Get out of here. 
get out of get out <laughs> of there right very now. well yeah jesus jeez all right is there anybody left like th- we gotta this is ridiculous laugh is like a box of chocolates you you never know what you're gonna get, get out get out right now get out of here out out run out run out are you kidding did forrest gump just come in oh, okay Okay, look, it's me. It's Brian Braddock. I've got one more thing to say. Look, bear with me. America likes British superheroes. Don't believe me? Who is currently Spider-Man? Who plays, currently plays Spider-Man? I don't, uh... Uh, we don't. We're not allowed. Tom to Holland. Involve. Tom Holland. He is British. Uh, let's go back one. Maybe the Spider-Man before that. Oh, Andrew Garfield. He is also British. Oh, uh, let's try Superman. You know, uh, a Superman, America's hero, Henry Cavill. Cavill. He's British. Or maybe Batman, Christian Bale. He's British. You import British people all the time to play your greatest superheroes. So why can't I be Captain America? You know what? You've got a you got a point there. You got a point. Uh hey, Cindy, is uh is Daniel Day Lewis available by any chance? No And see <laughs> Mr. Braddock, what a what a pushy captain indeed. What yeah, an absolute that. prick. That. What a prick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that so much. I like uh so that's a Harold game? Oh no! I was just saying that the, the part of my brain which is like oh, I listen to monologue things said and then work out scene starts. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. yeah. I, I was at school with Harold's game. Mm, he's Ooh. was he a nice great guy? guy? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Absolute prick. <laughs> no. No one liked him. him. It was it was an endurance just to spend time with him. But it was like now we have to get through this to get to the good scenes. Yeah. I liked him, and then I didn't like him, and then there was a third time that I tried <laughs> hey. to do both of those things, and uh. we did. Uh. And with that, we have to give out two things. One, we have to do our rankings, which we did not do before our improv. So what are our rankings for episode five of The Black Falcon and the White Wolf? Arfie. <laughs> I'm doing Arfie because he just looks like he has no interest in giving a ranking for this episode. <laughs> All right. Um, I so I I do I do the beat and then Chris does the rap. Is that? That's it. Yeah. Can you rate this show tonight? Oh. Tonight. Oh. Yes. Oh my gosh, that was the best one yet. Oh, that cool. was it was a great one. rap, was it? I that always good... go to Disney when people talk about rap. Can you feel the rage tonight? Michael, you have such a lovely voice. Why it's do you keep so oh, and nice. Is that why you make me do it? Because that's it's... why. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. It's it's what funnier if you do it. Yeah, yeah, way funnier. <laughs> okay, Arvin, give me your ranking. <laughs> All right. So Chris's face, by the way, is deadpan serious in a way that I would pay to have that ability to do it on a sitcom or a TV show. All right, Arfie, go ahead. So um, I, out of a score of like one to six, this was very much episode five, but in quality, it was number one. So um, I would say it was like out of 10, it was really good. Hmm. Love it, love it. I think that if they would have taken the opening part of the first episode, a sprinkling of the other couple things, and then just had this, I'd watch this as a movie. You know what I mean? Like, take 30 minutes out of that first three or four episodes that matter, this full episode of whatever's going to happen next, and that's like a solid movie in my opinion. Go ahead, Chris. What are your what's your rankings? I'm going to need Afi to describe what I'm doing because this is a visual rating. Got it. Chris is talking. Um, Chris has some Nerf darts. He has raised them up. Uh, they are out of shot, and he's now oh, dropping them on his own head. Making next it to rain. a statue of uh, another atrocity carried out by some of the same people. Uh, sorry, it's a map of the UK. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, if you mix the same the UK and Ireland. Sorry, the British Isles. Um, hard to see because Ireland was behind your head, you imperialist pig. It was. <laughs> Uh, by the way, what a great little dart pull. I didn't know you have 500 Nerf darts in your room. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. You don't know how many Nerf darts he's got, but how many spanners, sorry, monkey wrenches have I got here? Ooh. This is a very niche joke, but I was teaching an improv class about Chekhov. 
and uh, I I had a Nerf gun and I loaded it at the beginning of the class <laughs> and then put it in the background and then at the end of the class I just shot it off and didn't say anything else about it and I was really happy with that as a did joke. did you bow after you shot the gun and you're welcome you've learned everything you need to know about about plays and art in general <laughs> so, um, I, so what I is the Chekhov's gun of this series. Ooh, I it's love the that. Shield. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Then then we should just watch the shield instead, which I recently <laughs> did watch and starring you know Michael Chiklis. <laughs> I mean Michael Chiklis or the thing. Um uh, it's clobbering time and all that. Uh yeah, no, good 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 portrayal of um uh, a horrible man. Yeah, no, really It um, truly is the Cars three of police procedurals. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. My ranking is um, I'm going to give it uh, one herb garden behind Isaiah Bradley's house out of one herb garden in behind Isaiah Bradley's house. Full marks. Good show. And get some healthy greens out of it. Um, and last thing, we all have to do wild predictions really quick. I want one realistic wild prediction about what's going to happen at the end of this episode. I'll go first. I think that uh, the, uh, the power broker is Loki. <laughs> <laughs> now that's how you do wild predictions, baby. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> I don't know, Michael. I think <laughs> sometimes there's nothing to say until there's something to say, you know? <laughs> Arfie, that was what do you got? Be wise. That was uh, good. So I think that the power broker is going to be someone deliberately underwhelming. So we could say that the power broker is low key. And with that, that's all we got to do. Everybody subscribe. We we just have to work to get to that pun. It maybe takes us 40 hours like it did today, or it takes us 45 minutes. It doesn't matter. Either way, that's how you know the show is done. So subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Also, please rate us where you can and share this with your friends stuck at home watching too much Disney+. Plus. Also, hang out with us all the time on Instagram and on Facebook and listen to this. And we're going to start asking some more questions about it. Uh, like, what is a prequel? And does a prequel really have to happen in the past only? Or do otherwise, otherwise does it matter? <laughs> and don't forget to follow the show on Instagram at Theater Greater Than Film. And join our Facebook page, Theater Greater Than Film. It's all TGTF all day. Also, if you can find out how to turn RV off, please, somebody in the comments, let me know. I've been trying to figure it out for five episodes. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Where can we find you? Oh, fucking hell. Where can we find you, uh, Chris and RP? This is so great. And you can find me at MikeCheck12 on right. Instagram. And you can I find me. Um, yeah, oh yeah, with the way, yeah, absolutely. You can find me murmuring in the background of at MikeTech12 with a one. <laughs> Always. <laughs> oh my god, alright, that's it. We will see you l- next week for our final week, our final episode. Aww. Single tier, single tier for the Falcon and the white guy. Uh, we will be back <laughs> next week. Until then, uh, bye-bye! Au revoir! Cheerio!